Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. It's time for our how-to when we address some of the decisions we might not make every day. Today, it's how to put in a freedom of information request. We're joined by Fred Logue, who's a solicitor specialising in information law. Fred, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, So, a freedom of information request, is it just for official government bodies you do it? Or how widespread can it be? You know, how many targets can you have in looking for information? Well, the Freedom of Information Act gives everyone a right to make a request to public bodies for records that they hold. Uh, And it's a fairly broad set of bodies. So it's most government bodies, uh, most agencies, for example, the IDA, the Environmental Protection Agency, and... Uh, bodies that are owned by the by the government or by the state. Right. Okay. Now, uh, uh, so the first step would be okay if somebody listening wants to do that. There is a form you fill in. Where do you get the form? Well, every public body has to put on their website details about how to make an FOI request. Uh, they can be made electronically, and usually there's an email address such as foi at the the domain name for the body. You can use their form, but you don't have to use their form. All you have to do is say that you're making an FOI request under the FOI Act and then ask for particular records that Mm. you think that the public body holds. Right. Okay. And and for each body, you know, if they're, you can't go to the government and say, I want information, you know, that covers the environment or or covers defence. They won't do it as a kind of a bundle. You have to look, go to different places. Yeah, exactly. So if if it's about defence, you go to the Department of Defence or some other agencies that are uh, related to that. And, and the reason for that is, is each department knows what information it has. So you're better off going to the horse's mouth, so to speak, to seek the information directly from the body that has it. Mm. Now, the, the it, when, when you phrase what you're looking for, do you have to be very, very specific? Well, you you do and you don't, because obviously you don't you don't you don't know what you have. For a start. When are you running for office? <laughs> well, it's a classic. It depends. Yeah. So. You can't, like, you're not, you're, the request, the FOI Act only covers records. Yeah. So the information has to exist in some kind of tangible form. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a document. It could be a recording or it could be some other type of, like a, 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 a picture, for example, or a diagram or a database or whatever. Uh, so it has to exist. So you can't ask a public body, can you tell me how much you spent on X, Y and Z? But what you can do is you can say, can you give me the records that record how much you spent on X, Y and Z? Uh, and then there's a, like the FOI bodies are supposed to help you make a request, because obviously when you don't know what they have, you're kind of looking for a needle in a haystack sometimes. Mm. So there are people called FOI officers who are employed by public bodies whose job it is to help people make requests. So if there's any difficulty in actually figuring out what they have or how to make the request, you can phone them up or send them an email and ask them to help you and they will generally will help. Right. OK. But uh, the, it, but it's not their job, if you like, to trawl through the records to find the information you're looking for. That's your their job is just to give you access to the records. Oh, no, their job is to search. for is, It is to trawl through the records. So uh, if you ask for a record about a certain uh, activity or a certain project or whatever, their job is to go and look in their own files to find out what records they have uh, and to either give them to you or explain why they're not going to give them to you. Right. And that trawling we call search and retrieval. Right. Okay. Uh, um, Somebody wants to know, do I uh, need to FOI my own health records or would a hospital have to give them to me? Uh, Yeah, well, the FOI Act, not only does it provide a general right of access to public records, it also 
gives a specific right of access about yourself, so personal records, we call a personal request. So you can FOI a hospital or the Department of Social Welfare, for example, and ask for your file to be given to you uh, and they have to give you that file. You can also make a similar type of request under the GDPR as well. But we have uh, an FOI regime that applies to public bodies for those types of records. Right. And so when when you're making your application, do you have to pay money for it? No, uh, to make a request is free. Um, there are certain charges that arise after you've made a request. So, for example, if there's a lot of effort involved in finding the information, if it takes more than five hours, then the public body is entitled to ch- make a charge for the search and retrieval. And that charge is capped at 500 euros. If it goes above 700 euros and you refuse to narrow down your request, they're entitled to make uh, a re- to refuse the, the request. And then if they answer your request and you disagree with it, you're entitled to have that internally reviewed and that costs 30 euros. Uh, and if you disagree with the outcome of that internal review, there is an independent review by the information commissioner, which costs 50 euros. Right. OK, so yeah, yeah, and racking up the bills there. Now, when you say when, if you disagree, I mean, by, by disagree, do you mean uh, I'm disagreeing with the information or the limited nature of the information you've given me or your refusal to give me information at all? Yeah, well, the thing to understand is that the FOI, you have a right of access, but that right is subject to certain exceptions. Uh, and it's up for the public body to explain why they're either refusing to give you a record entirely or why they're uh, seeking to redact information from the record. Uh, and they have to explain why they're doing that based on the FOI Act. So if you disagree or you want that to be reviewed, then you go through the internal review or through the Information Commissioner review. Right. Now, the, it, it, but, but internal review is like the people who said no, have a look at their decision to say no. Uh, yeah, like it, it's a bit like that. Uh, so, <laughs> but but at least it gives the public body the opportunity to reconsider. And you know, sometimes they do change their position. Uh, but more often than not, um, they don't. Yeah. But that, and that's why we have an independent review from the Information Commissioner. Yeah. Now, are, are there already exceptions? Because I imagine things like that, that there might be state security issues or guard operational issues where um, they're just going to say no automatically or you shouldn't even bother asking. Well, there's two layers to that. So there's certain bodies that are not subject to FOI and there's certain other bodies that are only subject to FOI on a limited basis. So the limited bodies include the guards and the Data Protection Commissioner, for example. So you can only access information about the administration of their organisation. So like HR, procurement, but you can't access information about their operational activities. Mm. And there are certain bodies that are accept- excluded entirely. So mostly the semi-state bodies like Quilter or the ESB. Uh, and then, why, why is that? Uh, well, I think the theory for that was that um, FOI is not compatible with having a commercial mandate. Although I, I failed to see the, the point of that because mm. those bodies are actually subject to other an FOI from Europe in relation to environmental information. And then the, se- then the second layer is that even if they're required to answer your request, there are, except, there are exceptions which protect some personal, or public and private interests. So, for example, as you said, state security, uh, like decision making, um, cabinet confidentiality, and then also private interests like uh, personal information, uh, commercial confidentiality and general confidentiality. Yeah. And then even if there is an exception and sometimes the, the, the public interest may require that the records be released, even if there is a harm to some of those interests. 
And that's called a public interest balancing test. Yeah. Okay. Who who decides on whether it's public interest? Uh, again, it's it's the public body has to decide in the first instance. It's mm. their job to explain why they're refusing. The public interest has to be specific to the information. They can't just make vague hand-waving arguments. Yeah. And the, the, the safeguard then is your independent review by the information commissioner who will check that. Right. Because obviously you can't see the records, so you can't... You can't know for certain that they've done it correctly. Uh, given that there is a story about them today, is the IDA uh, um, subject to FOI requests? The IDA is subject to FOI requests. Uh, it tends to treat the right of access quite narrowly, in my experience. Mm. Um, and actually, at the moment, they're taking litigation against the information commissioner who ordered them to release certain information about uh, surveys of some of their FDI clients. And that's mo- got making its way through the courts at the moment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, one texter says, I was accidentally submitted an FOI request to an organisation because I needed confirmation that I was diagnosed with a certain condition. So I was only looking for a slip of paper, essentially. They sent me a box with notes of every visit I ever made there and anything that they ever said about me internally as well. Uh, but that's that would be pretty standard then. Uh, well, I don't think they should do that because you can ha- you can obscure the answer by uh, yeah, giving too snowing, much information. Yeah. So I think to handle a request properly, they should give you what you specifically asked for and uh, they should help you find what you're looking for. If I had a concern about a local planning decision, would there be f- uh, information available that I could get through Freedom of Information? There would, but in those cases, there's a parallel regime called Access to Information on the Environment. Uh, we call it AIE. Uh, and that is a European regime, which is much more, uh, which is which has fewer exceptions uh, and less opportunity to charge fees. So if you're looking for information on the environment, then I would recommend that you use AIE. And again, public bodies such as local authorities will have to have information on their website about how to make an AIE request. Can you access medical records for a deceased family member? Uh, there is there is a procedure for doing that uh, and it's relatively complex, but there are provisions in place specifically in FOI that uh, that allow that. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about court transcripts? Is everyone entitled to read back on any and every case ever mentioned in our courts? And where would one do that? Uh, no, the, the, the courts are outside of the FOI regime and um, there's fairly restrictive access to the court court record, the doc, the recordings of court proceedings. Mm. So basically the judge controls who accesses that. Yeah. Compared to other jurisdictions, particularly European ones, are, are we relatively open or are about the same? Well, I think FOI is, is almost universe, a universal feature of democratic societies. Yeah. So uh, there's only a very small number of countries in Europe that don't have FOI. Uh, the EU itself has a fairly liberal access to documents regime since the Treaty of Amsterdam. So uh, we're, it w- you would be an outlier if you didn't have it. Uh, and I think, you know, Ireland's kind of mid-table about how it handles it. Like it's it's nowhere near as open as Sweden, but probably not as restrictive as other kind of Central European countries like Austria or, or Liechtenstein or Luxembourg, places yeah. like that. Yeah, but it because it, it, one imagines when this came in, the people within these agencies and within governments might think this is going to have a chilling effect. I'm never going to put anything on paper ever again. Uh, well, that's interesting because it came in in the late 90s with the red, I'm not sure if you remember the red wave of Labour. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of, uh, it was actually embraced very enthusiastically by the public service. They put a lot of effort into not just passing legislation, but actually building capacity to handle FOI. And then over time, um, uh, when Fianna Fáil came back into power, they tried to limit FOI by bringing in charges 
by making it more difficult to get access to cabinet cabinet records, for example. And then when Labour got back into power again in 2014, they kind of re-liberalised it. Mm. And at the moment, the Department of Public Expenditure and Reform is uh, going through an exercise where it's reviewing the FOI Act and there's been a big public consultation on that. So hopefully they won't kind of, you know, uh, they won't perpetuate the cycle yes. of, of liberalisation and closing it down because we're, we're, we, we had the 2014 reform which had opened it up again. Mm. So hopefully Deeper won't close it back down again in the same way that Fianna Fáil did back in the early 2000s. Uh, this may be a how long is a piece of string question, but generally speaking, how long does it take for these requests to be processed or to get an answer one way or the other? Well, as a mandatory time limit, they have to answer it within uh, four weeks. Mm. Uh, if there's an internal review, it has to be done within three weeks. And then the Information Commissioner doesn't have a mandatory time, but their target is four months. So you should be, be able to push it through the full system within six months. OK, and can anyone do it, i.e. do you have to be a citizen? Can somebody fly in from Moscow and start putting in FOI requests? No, any, anybody can do it. Yeah. Yeah, as, okay. long, as long as you, uh, you give them a name and address, as far as I can tell. Then. So it could, and it could be a company, it doesn't have to be a person, it can be a company, it can be corporate. So it's a, it's a fairly broad right of access in that sense. Fred, thanks very much for coming in to talk to us today. That was Fred, Fred Logue there. He's a solicitor specialising in information law. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.